Hey, what's going on, Redskins addicts? It's your host, Rod, and we are back with another pod, the pregame and the season pod where we are facing the Philadelphia Eagles in Week 17. Ladies and gentlemen, this is for all the chips, all the glory. Uh, Doug Peterson has come out saying that there's a no-hat rule in the link, uh, meaning that they are not looking to give up that divisional title to a divisional foe and let us put on the NFC East Championship hats in Philadelphia. So it's a big 180 from what we saw week one. Obviously, the elephant in the room, Dwayne Haskins, is not here. He was released earlier this week. We're looking to either go with Taylor Heineke or Heineke or whatever the hell his name is. Heineken? Heike? Because Alex didn't take the first first team snaps today, um, according to, you know, um, NBC Washington. So, different team. They no longer have their starting quarterback from week one. Wentz is out. Jalen Hurts is in. Um, a little bit of mobile flavor. They're running the ball a lot better. And they look like a different team. And despite their record, 4-9-1, 4-10-1, it's a divisional game, and they're looking to beat us up. So, Dev, how do you think we match up with the Philadelphia Eagles going into the Week 17 contest? Um, I think defensively we can – I think we can neutralize uh, the things they do, which is those quick hits, uh, read option type of pass returns. <laughs> Hold on one second. Yeah, no. So those those quick quick passes, run play options, whatever. Uh, it's it's something that we haven't really defended well against this year. Um, any type of any time we faced a quarterback that had some sort of mobility, it's been our Achilles heel, and, and it hasn't fared well for us. So I'm very much uh, concerned with what the Eagles are going to do week 17 when they face us. Um, Ellie, how do you think we face up uh, or match up with the, the Eagles? I uh, I don't love the matchup for two reasons: the mobility of Jalen Hurts. Uh, the guy is incredibly dynamic with his legs. Passing wise, he hasn't been phenomenal uh, since his first start, but I think he does scare me a little bit in terms of getting to the edge of our defense. We saw that with Teddy Bridgewater, even though he's not the most mobile guy, he really ate us up on that type of uh, situation and um, creating plays outside the pocket. Obviously, the uh, with. Regard to our offense, I don't know what we have in Taylor. You guys say Heineke, I believe it's Heineke. That's, I'll stick to that till the day of my death. But um, <laughs> I, 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 I hate to be a downer about this, but I'm not incredibly optimistic about what he can bring over four quarters when the defense has time to prepare for him. And then if Alex Smith starts, I'm not hopeful that he's going to remain healthy the whole time. So definitely a concern for us it's it's concerning for me that we look at you know Alex Smith I know you just really talked about him staying healthy that calf is is truly an issue and I don't care what type of professional you are how many years you've been in the league Tom Brady takes snaps on Wednesday Aaron Rodgers takes snaps on Wednesday they practice throughout the week um to hear that Alex isn't doing that is definitely extremely concerning for me there's a little bit of intrigue and mystique with Taylor Heike, Heike, Heineke, um, where there's not much game tape on him, but the game tape that does exist, other than what he did versus the Carolina Panthers in the second half, isn't really great. So I don't have the highest hopes of him starting the game and getting us a win. I hope I'm wrong, but that's that's how I'm feeling. Uh, Phil, how do you think we're matching up with the Philadelphia Eagles for Week 17? Well, first of all, I mean, we all know that Ellie – you know, loves to play the downer on this show. No. <laughs> um, it's another why it just feels like we're always every season. We have two or three moments where we end up trying to dive into the unknown. And here we are doing it again with Taylor. Um, how we, how I feel we match up. I think our defense knows that they have to set the edge and keep Jalen Hurts contained and not give up, you know, lanes to the outside or lanes up to the middle. They got really got to hold their lanes. Can we do it? Yes. If our linebackers are healthy, I don't know what KPL status is this week, but if you have KPL and Cole Holcomb back there, I think we match up better. If we don't, then I worry because 
our issue against the run hasn't really been the line. It's been the linebackers the last couple of weeks when we when they've been out. Suddenly we don't defend the run as well. Uh, so that's where I think the matchup is going to be either in their favor or our favor. It just depends if we have KPL and, and Cole Holcomb back there or if we're having Holcomb having to bring along somebody else. Yeah, I'll tell you what, I was a little bit excited reading that Thomas Davis is going to retire at the end of the season because I honestly thought he retired week one of this year. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, li- anytime you talk about the linebacking core, those injuries, those those games where the youth movement in the linebacking core was out, we really struggled and really suffered. So um, we definitely need to see those guys at 100% week 17 for us for them to give us a legitimate shot especially with a, a young shifty quarterback who's going to be moving around the pocket and, and scrambling. You need those younger guys with those fresher legs to really get at it and get at him. Uh, Steve, how are you feeling about this matchup? Positive, negative? How do you think it's going to roll out for us? Uh, overall, I feel pretty fo- pretty positive. Uh, I'm pretty sure Good. we can win this game. Uh, however, kind of like the Seattle game, there are some things that are concerning. Like like Ellie said, it's it's the mobility of Jalen Hurts. We talked about this on the, the Seattle pregame pod. It's the mobile quarterbacks who we haven't done well against. We didn't do well against Kyler. We didn't do well against Lamar. We didn't do well against um, uh, Russ. And it's not breaking off for, you know, 40, 50, 60 yard gains. It's, it's those third and six scramble for nine, continue the drive. Those are going to be so frustrating. And I think we're going to have a a hard time containing Jalen hurts because he's only started three games. He's got 320 yards as a quarterback, as a passer, He's a rookie. He's very inaccurate so far, 54.7%, but, you know, six touchdowns, two interceptions. He's doing okay. But the biggest thing to me right now that we should be worried about is the, is our run defense because Miles Sanders, since he's come back from injury, that man has a second win. He's been phenomenal. So you can see when when the when teams start running the ball up against our defense, it, 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 can, it can hurt a little bit, especially if the offense can't stay on the field. So – Winnable, absolutely. Um, I'm a little worried about Hurts' uh, mobility and uh, the running game of Miles Sanders. No, I definitely agree with you there. So just looking at his his stats uh, in recent games, so uh, week 14, 115 yards. Uh, Arizona, week 15, uh, 64 yards. And then Philly at Dallas, rather, uh, 57 yards. But he does a lot more in the passing game as well. And that it just adding that extra wrinkle, um, without a doubt, is is very concerning to me as well because you just don't want to see a guy that caliber come in the game and and, and eat us up and, and you know just those gashes like you said those third and eights those those second and longs where it's either the running back or the running or the quarterback breaking containment um, and and just really making a huge play occur and it's a divisional game so you know that they're going to be coming at us uh, I said that when we first started the pod it's a no hat game. They don't want to see us wear that uh, NFC East championship hat slash T-shirts at the end of the game. So it's going to be raw. It's going to be a 60-minute fight. Um, So with that, I'll kind of roll into Washington football team wins if. I'll kick that off by saying, hey, I think we're going to win if we we play 60 minutes of of legitimate football. Uh, Far too often we play 25 minutes, 28 minutes of football, meaning we don't show up in the first half. Um, We do really bad um, it's just moving the ball offensively at stopping the, the opposing team from, from, uh, making big plays and scoring points. So I think we just need a full complement of 60 minutes of football, uh, to get us a victory. And then my second point to that, make the game simple, Scott Turner. If you listen to this podcast, I'm begging you make the game simple for your starting quarterback, especially if it's looking like it's going to be Taylor right now. He's young. He doesn't have a lot of experience. There doesn't need to be three or four moving pieces in the backfield after the stab. It, it drove me nuts when Haskins was in there. Maybe I'm biased. It seems like I've only seen those plays called when Dwayne was in the game. Um, it, it seems far too complicated for a winning football recipe with a young quarterback. So make it simple. Give it to AG. Let him run the ball. Keep it you know, keep it a close game as much as possible where we're not forced to get into a shootout. If we go down big and Taylor's forced to pass 50 times, at, uh, you know, week 17, I think it's a lost cause. We won't fare well. Um, 
Dev, I'll go back to you, brother. How you think what what's going to lead to us winning the game? So Washington football team wins if what? Uh, we don't give the ball to the other team four times in the first half. Ouch. Um, Short and simple, much. but it makes sense. It's absolutely correct. Uh, we don't. That's all we have to not do. Don't give them the ball. And if we do give them the ball, don't let them score. Which, you know, just don't don't turn it over. Yeah, no, I, I agree. And it, it was sick. I think Steve talked about it, the uh, the postgame pod um, versus the Panthers on Sunday. And I know it's a different team, but we were down huge in the time of possession battle with the Panthers. And that's, that's the key. Another key, I think, to, to victory is is win that time of possession battle. Be a competent winning football team. Uh, Steve, Washington football team wins if. Yep, you said it, brother. That's what I was going to say. Um, keep I'm the sorry. offense. It's okay. Keep the offense on the field. We can't have what we did last week because the day on defense just gets tired. It's not a sustainable model. So it kind of morphs into what you said, too, about regardless of who your starting quarterback is, you got to have a game plan that is fluid that has runs that can control the clock that you can sustain drives to keep the defense off the field. I'm not worried about our defense. I'm pretty sure our defense will do a fine job checking the Eagles. What I don't know is how are we going to move the ball? Taylor is a big question mark. I'm very, very promising based off his 15 and 24 minutes he played last week, but it's, it's a small sample size against the weird condition that we were in towards the end of the game. So they got to be able to move the ball. If you need to wear a wristband, it's okay. You can put one on them and then we can blast the whole media story about, you know, Taylor's wearing an armband. That's okay. We can do that. Did you win uh, the Haskins wristband off of eBay? I would buy that in a heartbeat. <laughs> but yeah, Rod, Washington wins if we can, we can keep the ball moving, sustain drives. I want to see some Antonio Gibson. We did not see enough of him last week. That man had almost six and a half yards per carry, something like that. More running the ball, sustain drives, move the ball. Yeah, no, I agree. It's it's funny you talk about the armband. I tweeted uh, Monday night the Bills game. Josh Allen, third year quarterback, up for MVP discussion, rocking the armband. My homes has an armband. Must be retarded. Both of them. Mark Jackson, who's MVP of the year last year, is starting <laughs> to look like last year's MVP. <laughs> the last couple of games, where's the armband? It just it it cracks me up. I mean. Haskins is gone. I mean, it's legitimately water under the bridge, but I just, I, that will probably be the funniest point of this past season for me is that they dumbed down the quarterback or talked down on because he needed an armband. And you, you just mentioned two MVP winners and the third one up for potential MVP this year and Josh Allen wearing an armband. So don't forget about Brady. Brady, too. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, it's, there's nothing wrong with it. But, uh, Phil. We'll go to you, and then we'll close out with Ellie for the segment. So Washington football team wins if what, Phil? We run the ball. How many times? 30. 30. 30. I do it. I do it. See, it's true. Ladies and gentlemen, if you haven't listened to previous pods, Phil has said this before. If we run the ball, we will win the game. And, And I think every game, I'll have to go back and look at the six wins. I'd probably say about four wins, though, without a doubt, we've run more than 30 times. So go ahead, Phil. Run the ball. I think the only one we may not have was the Pittsburgh game. Um, even even the, uh, the, the San Francisco game, I think we touched 30. If not, we were close. They were just spreading, it, spreading out the carries a lot. But nonetheless, run the damn ball. You got a rookie. You got. You not even, I wouldn't say okay. He's not a rookie. You got an unproven commodity at quarterback right now. Yeah. All right, guys, not have a lot of experience in the league. He was not meant to be anything except a just in case. Well, in case just happened. God Don't put damn. the game in his hands. Yes. Run the ball. Look, we Antonio Gibson went out there. Ran the ball 10 times for 61 yards. And we're it's halftime. We're down, what, 14, 17 points. You can still be balanced, Scott. Yeah, McKissick and he broke, was broke it. A nice little run, and so did Peyton, too. They, we can run the ball. You run the ball better if you run the ball consistently. But, Jesus, you got a guy who's out here with uh, – 
with six yards of carry and you're not feeding him more? He's giving you six yards of carry on a hurt foot. And he didn't seem to be bothered by it. He seemed to be hitting the hole pretty hard. He only had one bad run and it wasn't even his fault. Three defenders in his face on a pitch. Pause. <laughs> Damn you. Uh, <laughs> he derailed me with that one. Um, I mean, up the whole section. Point is, we win if we run the ball. You keep the ball out of Jalen Hurts' hand. Keep the ball out of Taylor Heineke's hand. You keep the ball in the hands of Antonio Gibson more than, than anybody else. Give it to McKissick. Give it to Barber. Take the ball out of the quarterback's hands on both sides because otherwise it's going to be their rookie versus our inexperienced dude. Yep, You don't want that. Fully, fully agree. And, you know, running the ball definitely plays in with what I said earlier as far as make it simple, Scott Turner. Make it simple. Run the ball. That's the easiest thing to do. Ready, set, hut, hand the ball off. And if you're in situations where you're down by 17 again, there's nothing wrong with a running back draw. It looks like a passing play, but you run the ball. It oh. will <laughs> keep the defense honest. Go ahead, Can we Phil. Take a, one, one, one more to extend upon running the ball and getting backs involved in general. Can we extend the 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 passing game a little bit to include maybe some first down screens to the running backs? Seems to work for Kansas City very well. Why are we not doing it? Yeah. We got two backs who catch the ball really well. And we don't give it we don't we don't run stuff like that at all. We only run screenplays when it's like we never run screenplays to a running back. We always run to run to a receiver and it's always in some second and long situation. This we gotta get out of this ass backwards thinking. No, I, I think we've I read it with the agree. screen with the running back a few times, but I think they've been picked off. Well, maybe Heineke is better at it. I don't know. <laughs> Give it a try. Do it on first down when they're not expecting it. Yeah, instead of third and 25. Yeah, I, I, exactly. I'm, with you. I'm with you. Same with draw plays. Don't always run them at third and 15. That's a Jay Gruden shit. No, I'm a roll. Anyway, all right, I'm done it's, that's, it's all that's good. My... All good. All good. We're going to roll to Ellie. And I, I just, <laughs> I'm looking at Twitter right now, and I see that the DC Sports on Declassified, they liked the tweet that said Taylor Heineke's going to throw for like five touchdowns and 450 yards. So, Ellie, we Washington <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. But Washington football team wins if what, Ellie? All right. So, I got four conditions that must be met <laughs> for Ooh. us to win. All right. Let's go. First and foremost, Terry McLaurin plays. I don't know how we win if he doesn't play. Yep. Um, and DJX doesn't have a catch over 50 yards. DJX has terrorized us constantly when he's played us. I don't want to see that happen. And Logan Thomas is not our second leading wide receiver. And Heineke doesn't have over 30 attempts. Those four things happen, we win. What if what if three of those four things happen? Do we still win? Nah, bro, we lose. Damn. I I think the the biggest piece is McLaurin. Yeah. Like that 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 dude. He is other than AG. I think McLaurin is the lifeblood of that offense. I I would actually say that he's more important right now, um, just because he helps spread the field, and it and kind of opens up the underneath routes and he opens up obviously the running game because you're going to have a defender or two try to shadow him um downfield if you're doing like some sort of running play you know he's running block and whatnot trying to sell it so yeah i i agree with you there wholeheartedly 100 percent, man and um I, I hope it happens it doesn't sound like he's it doesn't sound good right it, now it does not, not. it it does not so yeah he he did not practice at all this week uh as far as i'm tracking um so yeah, that's definitely definitely not good. Predictions, ladies and gentlemen, predictions. So this is it. This is for the gusto. Perhaps we have another one in Wildcard Weekend, but right now this may very well be our last prediction for the Washington football team. So 
Phil, what is your score prediction and expectation for this upcoming game? Now, I'm going to temper this first by saying I'm basing this off of no Terry and no Alex. Oof. You know, players change, predictions change. I'm predicting 23 to 19 Philadelphia Eagles. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Phil's being negative. (laughs) I'm predicting a way to lose possible. Just because I look, I want to have faith in the kid, you know, but I don't because I don't know much about him. I mean, it is what it is, but I I just until I can't say, oh, we're definitely going to win with this kid. When I saw two, what, two, three drives with him. That's it. I can't, I can't. I can't I do, rock with the dude just on that, so I'm not going to like it, fully like, prove prove me wrong, Taylor. Prove me wrong. Fully, fully. Scott Turner, agree. especially, prove me wrong. Yes, I mean, it, what what are the chances that we hit a diamond in the rough? Slim to about, none. One in about five thousand. Junior. One in fifty million thousand hundred billion quadrillion. Like it, it's. Would it's that be, crazy. It's would crazy. Would that be 2020, though? Would that it, be 2020? Oh. It would, but I think it would also be the return of the Mayans, and we're all going to die on New Year's <laughs> Eve. No. You don't find diamonds in the rust on this team. It just no. doesn't happen. Yeah. It's dumb, well, it's dumb luck. It is. Yes. And, and real quick, I just read this quote from Cooley on one of our supposed diamond in the rust, Antonio Gandy-Golden. He said, Gandy-Golden has no business being a 57-snap number two receiver. Yep. I would have played Foster at number two. There's no doubt that he should have been off the field at the same time as Dwayne. Ouch. There's your diamond in the rough. I think he had three drops. I think he had three targets, three drops. Trash. I agree. I agree. It's It it hurts. I'll tell you what. what Logan Campbell, I think is, is the reporter's name. She said that AGG was the dark horse. And we laughed because <laughs> he was a draft pick. We were like, he's going to make the roster. Yeah. Maybe, maybe the dark horse was to be like the shittiest player this year. <laughs> Let's take a quick break, ladies and gentlemen. Listen to our sponsor, Anchor. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, our next guest was drafted in the third round, 95th overall. 2015 NFL draft by the Washington Redskins. Please welcome Matt Jones to the Redskins Addicts podcast. All right, Matt. I got a couple, you know, we all got a couple questions for you, but the first one I, I have is the kickoff and the whole reason why Rod wanted to invite you. You implied on Twitter that you'd love to come back to DC uh, and, and play. You know, what do you think that you specifically would bring to this current team? I mean, I still think I could bring that that still that power back type of deal to them. I mean, I still could catch great out the backfield. I just think I can still be a help. Like, I still think there's a void that I still can fill. Like, I I, I can finish there. So, um, I just think it'll be a good deal for the both of us. That's what I. And as I look at it, I know they have, you know, some good backs. And, I mean, I can come help, you know, not trying to take over. But, you know, I know I can come in and just help the team. And, you know, it's a city that I love. They brought me in. And I just want to finish there. That's dope. I mean, you know, always love hearing people want to come back to, to, uh, well, my hometown at least. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Some of these guys ain't from D.C. I am. Uh, but, uh, let me ask you, uh, another question, you know, and this is one of the biggest stories of the year was the, the name change of the franchise. You know, you were a Washington Redskin, you know, and and you played for the Burgundy and Gold. You had that logo on your helmet. You know, what's your opinion on the name change? I mean, do you feel that, you know, they're moving in a positive direction with the name and all that, or, you know, do you still kind of feel nostalgic for it? Yeah, I just don't know what kind of direction they was going in with the name. Um, I didn't even know why the name was, you know, was was changing. Um, 
but for the most part, you know, the Washington football team, and I just hope they establish an, uh, a great name for the team and give it, you know, let the organization, organization establish itself even more. But I played for the Washington Redskins, and I, I never forget that name. But the new name, I hope it comes with power and, you know, it just – you know, and the players should really buy into that name and live up to whatever name the owner, you know, established over there. Well, yeah. We hope he picks. We hope he picks a good name too, so we can rebrand to it. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping so. Uh, you know, as long as we keeping our burgundy and gold. Yeah, we we get a little bit of hate uh, here and there for still remaining as the Redskins addicts um, on Twitter mainly. Twitter's a, a, a shit talking refuse for a lot of folks. So, uh, yeah, it's, I would definitely love to rebrand to something positive for sure. Uh, Ellie, uh, you got anything for Matt? Yeah, of course. What's up, Matt? How you doing, man? What's up, man? How you doing? Good, good. Hey, real quick. So what, you're 40 time right now. What you think it would be if you ran it today? I think I'll run a four or five. Oh, yeah? It's not like, okay. you, it's not like you was challenging them, well. I mean, I might yeah, get, yeah, I yeah, might get four or seven. Five. <laughs> I mean, listen, I'm, still, I'm still in great like I train hard to this day. Yeah, like, I'm. Tra- we, I we watched with, you in um, St. Louis. Yeah, I trained with Tim Montgomery, man. Like the the, the fast track guy. I really like. Yeah. yeah. So I've been working From with him. That's like who I've been going to every week. So like I'm still like I'm probably even faster now though. I think so. Okay, hey. that's cool. Real quick before Ellie, I, I just saw a little glimmer he did of light. Call I, me I, out though, kind of though. Hey, I, I see. <laughs> right. I, hey, he right. he he's Grab still the rocking, spikes, man. Grab he the has spikes, a, <laughs> He has a Gator shirt on right now, so he might still have that college speed though. It, it, yeah, yeah. I, I see it. You know, I see we, it. We get whooped right now, so. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's a bad man, I'm a, I'm a Louisville fan. We get whooped every Saturday. <laughs> oh word! <laughs> hey, basketball hey. season. Hey Matt, um, but but on a serious note, when you came here, at least to the fans, it was kind of like the GM Scott McClellan wanted you, but maybe the coach was a little bit unsure. Did you feel that, or did they make you feel welcome when you got here? I felt welcome, and then I, I felt kind of both of that, both yeah. of that. I felt both sides of it, um, but I tried to stay focused on, you know, what I was brought in to do, and uh, I know that situation was a rough situation to be in because, you know, when the gym loves you and a coach is, you know, biased towards the situation. So I just try to keep doing my thing and try to, but, you know, as a player, it does kind of get to you a little bit, but um, I felt the tension from both, you know, from both sides. So what was the most annoying about that situation? Uh, Just knowing that, you know, as a player, you just want to, you want to play, for the coach, you know, you want to play for the team, you want to play for the organization, and you want to win for the team, and, and then just knowing that you're going out to play for a coach that really don't want you to be, you know, yeah. on a team, really, so, um, you know, it kind of hurts you as a player, but I try to, I look past that, I had a lot of buddies on the team that, you know, I talked to and stuff like that, that kept me in the right mind state, and, you know, I produced, and then, you know, you know, things happen, and, you know, it is what it is. Hey, with that, do you kind of empathize with what Haskins went through when he was here? Because it was kind of a similar situation where the owner wanted him, but the coaches and the GM didn't necessarily want him. Right. Um, I really don't know because I don't know. I don't know the de- the details, you know, behind the walls. But uh, far as he goes, man, I'm ha- I'm glad he handled it like a you know like a professional. Um, in the sort of him getting waived. Uh, he's a great, he's a good QB to me, you know, just some things that he has to work on. But mm-hmm. uh, for him, man, I just, it's just the next step in his, it's a chapter, man, so he can't hang his head. I feel you. Okay. Thank you, man. No, I All right. At the end of the day, he's still getting paid. So just, just go get you another job, bro. I think he'll be yeah, all right. That's it, man. Go we'll get you another job, battle for yeah. the next position, man, you know. I get laid off at GM, man. I'm about to go over to Ford. Nobody cries. Yeah. <laughs> you no, know, I mean reality bites, man. Nah, that's 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 serious though. That's that's a good note. Yeah. Hey, hey, Steve. What what's your uh what's your questions for Matt? Yeah. Hey, Matt. I appreciate you talking to us, man. I feel blessed that we get for to sure. talk to a former player who played on a, on a team that we love so much. So thank you for joining us, sir. Um, yes, sir. Hey, we we've been following you, you know, since since you left the team. Um, you know, you did a, your thing over in the uh, St. Louis Battlehawks and the XFL. Uh-huh. You, made, you made the all XFL midseason team and then the league stopped, man. You had, um, you know, 
some touchdowns. You had, you had a 314 yards rushing a touchdown, okay. rushing touchdown. You had a receiving touchdown, made that all, all, all XFL uh, midseason team. Do you have any plans to, if, if for whatever reason, the NFL hasn't, you, you haven't made it back to NFL, you're going to go back to the XFL. Cause I know the rock bought it. Um, and now they're starting it back up in 2022. So, and I know, I know you don't, you don't, need to get ready because you stay ready i see you on twitter doing your thing so i, I know you're in shape so yep. you plan on going back if the opportunity arises to the uh to the xfl yeah of course man i i, I don't think i'm done with ball for a long shot man it's something that i've been around my whole life it's like and i i'm, I'm starting to see things now like when they say football players get depressed after football like you know someone after ball because that's what they we've been doing our whole life so sometimes that get to me with not playing ball and then when I go to the gym on the field, that's when I get like in my happy place, in my happy mode. So I don't think I'll be done with football for a while. So any any like kind of thing over here in the U.S. that presents itself, I'm going to do it. Like even if it's a spring, I'm thinking about doing the spring league, just have more film and have things ready for, you know, offseason NFL dude, who needs a back that need to come in right now. So and if the rocks and if the rock comes from um, if the rock comes and present that opportunity to me again I'm gonna go take it so you, you do a little coaching I mean you would be interested in doing a little coaching would you I mean sounds like I would, something I you would, want to do but, the rest of your life yeah I would but just not I don't, uh, until my football life retires then I'm, I I get into coaching because I do want to help other running backs like at my high school or, or eventually go to college but I don't want to coach in the NFL but just like at a high school or college level Hey, if that if the opportunity arises, man, we'd love to see you in a DC Defenders uniform. If you make man, it back see, to the I, XFL, I thought I, there, I thought I was going there first, but you know, yeah, it don't, it don't matter where I go, man. I, I just love. Then when I came back and I played, we played in DC, man. I just got a feeling again, like I was back in Washington. So, man, I, I like I say, I missed the city, man. I missed everything about it. And when we stayed overnight, man, it was good to regroup with some of the guys that was there. You know, some of the places that we used to go and all that kind of stuff. So, man, it's like you know. It's like life up there, you know. Do you still keep in touch with some of those guys you play with in uh, at Washington? Yeah, yeah. I, uh, well, they kind of branched off now. Like, I still talk to Jordan Reed every day. Um, I talk to Trent Brown a lot. Um, Quentin Dunbar. Like, but they all all the, all those guys kind of branched off. So, um, but I still keep in contact with them, like former Redskins guys. So, yeah, it's it's crazy because it, it that kind of speaks to the the professional aspect of the league that we sometimes as fans don't recognize and realize that we, we kind of buy into the organization so much and the players show up and we want you to be great. We want you to be great. And then, you know, they kind of splinter off free agency or whatnot. Uh, things don't work out. And for me, like I'm just really the elephant in the room. We talked about Dwayne a little bit earlier, but with you, someone who's been in the league, who's, you know, who's left the league and you're still battling, you know, trying to get back. What type of words and encouragement would you have for uh, Dwayne as he begins his journey uh, back to an NFL team and field as well? He's got to stay, stay hungry and stay into it. Uh, he just can't hang his head because it's so easy to, you know, hang your head and just be like, all right, why well, end up being a second or third guy on any team? And then once you're that second or third guy, they're so fast to get rid of you because they keep bringing in, you know, talent in every day right after you. So, like it is the longer you get down, that's the like when they're moving around you, they'll move around you. So I just tell him, man, just keep your head high and, and like grind every day. Like you're still a starter in the NFL. Like you train hard every day. You go out and do your thing every single day. Like, but and that's, that's one thing I wish I could have capitalized on. Cause when it happened with me in Washington, like I hung my head a little bit and things start moving around me fast, you know, instead of me going and, you know, getting back to work and getting right back to it. Um, like they say, you always wish for a second chance, but I learned from that situation and I'll tell him the same thing. Like, man, this ain't the time to even hang your head to be sad about nothing. It's time like to even go harder and like win your respect back in this league. Nah, with, without a doubt, man. And I think that's a message that resonates not only with Dwayne Haskins, but um, uh, pretty much every young football player that's either fulfilling their dream or still trying to fulfill that dream of playing in the league is just, yeah, maintain a positive mindset and attitude. And um, mm -hmm. I think we got some more questions from uh, the gallery. Who, who just said they want to ask? Was that you, Ellie? 
Yeah, Matt, real quick, we we talked to uh, Anthony Armstrong, who's with the Skins, a little bit, I think, before you. And one thing he said is he wished he would have prepared a little bit differently when he was in the league. Do you feel that way, too? Or do you feel like, you know, you kind of mastered the art of preparation while you were here? Um, Not really. I didn't, I didn't feel like I mastered it yet. Like, I still feel like there's things that I, I still left out on the table that I could have mastered. But like you say, when you're like, when you're so young in the league, some things get overlooked just because you you there and you're, you know, you're playing. And when you start playing early, you start overlooking at the things that you can master. Otherwise, being behind a guy now, like I did, like my first year, to be honest, I did master a lot of things being behind Alpha Morris. And then like when you get like to that starting role and, you know, you really have nobody behind you, you know, you kind of get complacent too. And those things that you don't master, the little thing, you don't, you're looking at the big things rather than the small things, you know what I mean? So yeah. uh, that's something that could have been been done too as well. But for for the most part, I still think I still have a lot of things I could have, you know, did. But now the time, like I, I have mastered all them things, but I I couldn't I can't show it now that I'm not on the team. But you know, time will tell too. Okay, well, good luck to you, man. Really pulling for Appreciate you, man. Thanks. No, I appreciate you having you here. Dev, you got uh, any closing questions, man? I know, Matt, you're, you're, we don't want to take up too much of your time, man. We know you, everyone is busy out here, so we're, we're not trying to hold you on or anything. Yeah, for sure. I love talking ball anyway. Hey, nah, you're, bro, you're... I'm, I'm good. I, it's just good uh, just seeing you out here still balling, man, and and working hard. And, you know, I feel like it's going to pay off. If it don't pay off in the NFL, go tear go tear the shit out of the XFL, bro. You know what I'm saying? Bust yep. their ass when you get there. Yeah, for sure, man. You know you sure, always, you know you always going to run hard no matter what. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So. For sure, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, no doubt. So yeah, Matt. Matt. So the the, the options up to you. If you want to, you said you love talking ball. So if you want to stay on with us, you're more than welcome. Um, I think you said you were to get food. So if, if you want to eat, we're all good too. Yeah, yeah. I'm about to pick hold up some food. You. Okay, go 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 get go <laughs> Where get you your going, grandma, man. man. <laughs> I'm going to uh, Bahama Breeze. Okay. Where is, where is, I know that we're, is. That sounds good. We're, we're 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 peasants, man. So what's what's Bahama Breeze? You got, <laughs> sounds like they ain't got an extra value meal, bro. You're you're, you're a top 100 draft pick, man. So they ain't got a combo. Not... I can't eat there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We, we order by numbers, man. So what? what, what... <laughs> yeah. He just said you the GM, man. You the GM. <laughs> no, we gonna strike a lot. <laughs> hey, hey, Matt. Real quick though. Hey, if the if the Washington football team is in position to get either Pitts or Kyle Trask. Should they pull the trigger, particularly at, at Trask for, for QB one? I mean, you're you're a Florida guy, so what's your what's your honest opinion on, on on Trask before you take off? I would I would go Pitts. Yeah, yeah. I would go. Pitts. With you. I'll tell you Actually, what. That is the dopest form of honesty that I think I've seen in 2020. Yeah, I would that's go, that's I would, dope. I, would, I, would I appreciate yeah, uh, that, man. I think yeah. everyone listening to this pod will appreciate that for sure. Yeah. Sure. Dope, man. Dope. I think so, though, man. I'm not. I, I. I can't let him go without asking him one. One final question. Since this is the, also we're doing our, you know, kind of doing some pregame predictions for the coming uh, week 17 matchup against the Eagles. Yeah. Matt, give us a prediction. Washington football team versus Philadelphia this week. Who's going to win? Uh, I got Washington winning 17-10. Oh, oh damn! He gave good. us a score, and I didn't even ask for that. I I, I watched because I, I, I my the quarterback I played with in uh, in St. Louis, man, he's pretty good. And I think he's gonna step up to the plate to get Washington a W this week. So okay, I like him, man. I like I like him behind. I like standing behind that. I like, and that's my guy too. So I'm. I'm How do you say his name? Settle this dispute. Hen Hendicky. <laughs> Let's go! Let's go! Hendicky. We got it. Hendicky. I love it. I love it. We have the de- Matt before you showed that man. Like, we won't hold you up any long, but we debated whether it's Heineke, Heike, or Hendicky. So this is awesome. Like, yes, I love it. I absolutely love it, man. Hey, hey Matt. Hickey. All right, now we hey, got Matt. It. Julie Donaldson follows Rodney on Twitter. We're gonna put in a good word with you before you, right. man, with her. We got you. All right, all right, man. Pink, pinky's up. Take care, brother. Be safe, man. Thanks for joining us. All right, man. Appreciate you. Peace. All right. Peace. All right. Oh, that was so dope to have Matt Jones join the pod, man. But uh, let's jump back into predictions. All right, so next prediction then, ladies and gentlemen. So, uh, Ellie, what's your score prediction for the game? 
88 to 11. No, um, so I don't think, I don't think Terry's going to play. And that was one of my conditions to win. So I think, uh, I'm going to take the Eagles. I think it's going to be 27 and I think the football team will get 16. Mm. Oh, that hurts. That's two. That's two. Uh, so obviously we just got done talking to Matt and we heard his prediction, but yeah, so that's that's two Eagles one. wins, one Washington wins. So Dev, who wins? What's your prediction? I'm gonna say Washington no matter what. So Okay. Courtney Steve. <laughs> but I'm a, I'm a, I'm going banking on that McLaurin is playing. I'm gonna I'm gonna assume McLaurin is playing until they say he's not, right? So I'm gonna say you have to play our offense a little differently because if McLaurin is out there, you have to take him into account. I say we win the game 23 to 17. Mm. The football team wins. But mm. if McLaurin doesn't play 88 to 11, <laughs> uh, Eagles. Two for Philly, two for the team. Steve, how you feeling? All right. I'm also going to do some assumptions here. This might change Sunday when we do pregame, but for right now, I'm also going to assume that Fletcher Cox isn't going to play. Dallas Goddard might not play. Derek Barnett might not play. Those are some big names on their defense and, and on their offense. So I am going to go with 20 to 17, the football team. Oh, snap. 3 mm, 2. Nah, that we already know you got boo. That means I am the deciding factor. Are we gonna are we gonna hit five hundred or six hundred with this prediction? Whoo! For me, my prediction is that when the final whistle is blown and the game is over, the score will be sixteen to ten. Washington football team. Nah, we go into the show. We're gonna go to the playoffs with a seven and nine record. We'll get our shit pushed in by whoever places us in the wild card round. Tampa. Wow. <laughs> I think honestly, honestly, what I think it depends on who we, who, we end up, who we end up drawing. <laughs> right now, right, right now, it's Tampa. We're gonna get our shit pushed right? in. I mean, was, prison style. Great. God, no, style. no, no, no loop, no loop. Damn, no blue magic. <laughs> Uh, I, I would love to see who we end up drawing, drawing in the playoffs. Uh, I'm very <laughs> interested because I don't think it's going to be – it depends on who we play if we I, go to the playoffs. It's I, I just – unfortunately, I, I don't care if it was if it was Dwayne going to the playoffs or, or mm-hmm. Alex or Tyler, Taylor Henneke, Heineken, whatever his name is. Hendicky. It I, I would not see a 7-9 team going far. I, I just don't. So for anyone thinking that I'm biased, I'm not. I just think that there are still holes that exist. We, if we win the division on Sunday, we have only we will have only won because the division was garbage. Seven and nine is not a a winning recipe to go deep in the playoffs. I'm sorry, uh, and especially we're not trending. Like I honestly like speaking about trending in the right direction for week seventeen. If I'm speaking honestly, it's the Dallas Cowboys. It's not the Washington football team. Wouldn't so that be crazy. It, it's it it's it's crazy. It it would be, man. If we finish six and ten and they finish seven and nine and we swept them. But they're trending in the right direction and they have a veteran quarterback who hasn't necessarily had a lot of playoff success, but he's been competent quarterback much longer than Taylor in has. Nicky. I can't in say Nicky. his name. You gotta get him a nickname, man. We're gonna call him but uh, uh hold on Brady Smile. Did you all see the, the little tidbit of history that will be set this weekend? Nah, what? what's up? 256 teams in the current playoff era have started the season two and seven. It has never happened that they have come back and won their division. That stat will be broken no matter what, because whether it's the Giants, 
the Cowboys or the Washington football team, we were all two and seven at one point, and one of us is going to win the division. Strangers and the Nikki, you know what? We have a chance to make history. <laughs> That's crazy. We gotta That's get sad. Taylor, we gotta get Taylor Hinicky a nickname if if he wins his game. Taylor's still on the roster. Taylor. Um, <laughs> the winner, the winner of the division plays Tampa. I think is a projected matchup. Yep. So Tampa, Tampa would come to whoever won the division, and uh, that's an interesting match. It's an interesting to matchup. Too far we it want is. Tampa. Maybe <laughs> it'd be fun. I, at the, like honestly, man, like I'm not confident in this team drafting the next quarterback or next stud at ten or nineteen. To keep it to keep it real, I mean, um, but I I want to win because I like winning. I mean, I want to watch another football team that I'm truly wholly interested in in January, even if it means nothing. Even if it means we're going to get blown out, I fully expect us to get blown out if we make the playoffs. Um, I hope I'm wrong. I I, I mean, of course, you, you want to be wrong in those things. You want to be pleasantly surprised um, that hey, your your dark ominous prediction did not come true. So that's that's um, it's, I'm all good with that, but yeah, well, I guess we'll we'll see. So, shout outs, shout out to Matt Jones for joining the pod. Uh, it's yeah. always dope to get a guest um, on. You know, our our, our second guest, um, former Washington Redskin player that joined the pod. So it's always a a pleasure to see that. I seen Matt had posted something earlier uh, on the week and on Twitter, you know, just saying, hey, like Washington, like like sign me, I'm ready, and um. I just sent him a note. Hey, Matt, would you want to join the pod? He said, yeah, absolutely. So it was dope to have him on. Um, really appreciate that. So shout out to uh, to Matt Jones uh, joining the pod and, and giving us some um, some insight into NFL life and, you know, how, how things kind of um, fit for a player that's, that's on the fringe trying to trying to make it back into the league. And uh, for what it's worth, you know, he, he played in the NFL. And I don't think any five of us did. So it's uh, it's kudos to him for doing that. You know, it's 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 truly a, a hard league. It is the 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 best of the best. Uh, to say you have worn a football helmet for a day or for three years um, is a pretty cool accomplishment and achievement. So, shout out to Matt Jones for joining the pod and, and for his uh, career in the NFL. Uh, Ellie, who's getting your shouts this uh, pod? All right, so we got some. I got a shout out for two people: um, Brett Wallace and Christopher. Um, What's his name? Mick, uh, McDaniel. McDaniel. There we go. So both of those guys had reached a point last week during the game where they were apologizing for their support for Haskins and saying it was over. First of all, no need to ever apologize for who you support. You know what I'm saying? Things don't work out sometimes. You stay steady. That's all good. But shout out to them because they always represent with good information and good opinions. And um, they know their stuff, man. So shout out to those two fellas. Phil, who's getting your shout-outs, brother? Um, of course, shout-out to Matt Jones. Uh, it's always awesome to talk to a former player, especially one that you got to see play and, you know, and someone who who has apparently has a desire to come back to D.C. The fact that he specifically want, doesn't want to come to the NFL, he wants to come to Washington, he wants to come back to Washington as – a native of DC, someone who was born and raised there. That to me, that's just like I was like, damn, I like you a lot more just for that. So that, that was that's awesome. You know, <laughs> maybe it happens. You know, Rod put in that call to Julie. Uh but <laughs> um shout out to my fan club on Redskins Addicts. Y'all keep me entertained with your ignorance. This ninja talking about he got fan club, man. I got two members of my fan club. That's a yeah, hate that's hate mail, actually. Uh, no, that's why I call them my fan club. <laughs> I call them my fan club. They love to hate me. What's your what, what's me, your what's your fan club name? They hate me so much like, they love me. What's your fan club name? Like the Hulk Hogan has the Hulkamaniacs. B has Beyonce has the Beehive. You know what I'm saying? Uh, who do you, who's what's your group? They're called, the man? philosophers. Philosophers. <laughs> Phil's 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 fellow fuck ups. Um. <laughs> Man, uh, like I said, it, it keeps me entertained. I mean, dudes will, will see my name on a post and immediately comment something completely unrelated to what I said, 
to be like, blah, 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 you like Haskins or something else stupid. Uh, you know, the coolest thing to ever do whatever. is go on people's Twitter and just put random shit like, like, hey man, you know, it's a horrible day in LA today, and you put and your feet stink like on everybody's comments, makes them mad as hell. <laughs> like, oh man, Haskins <laughs> don't stand a chance of picking up another job, and your feet stink. <laughs> this is a mom. I don't know. Why. I just noticed that Dev changed his name and Zoom to Rodney Loves and Mrs. Haskins. <laughs> <laughs> I hate Big you. Thumbs down on that one. I hate you. So with that, Rodney Loves and Mrs. Haskins, what's your shout out? Uh definitely Matt Jones. Uh full disclosure, guys. I thought we was gonna interview the Matt Jones to play quarterback for Arkansas. And then I realized, wait a minute, why would we interview that guy? We used to have a guy on our team named Matt Jones. And it was that guy. I was hyped about it. You know what I'm saying? I like Matt Jones, man. Don't uh, do drugs, ladies and gentlemen. Drugs makes life better, guys. <laughs> Don't listen to this guy. It makes all your bad dreams good dreams. Makes sex better. Makes your kids tolerable. This podcast is rated R, ladies and gentlemen. Go ahead. Go all ahead, right. Dev. This podcast is brought to you by Nug Club. Um, <laughs> and weed is the che- cheapest drug there is. Uh, but anyways, back to shout outs. <laughs> shout out to Matt for coming on the show. We love you, bro. That's all I'm saying. He's a cool guy. Come back. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. Steve, who gets your closing shout outs, brother? Yeah, shout out to Matt, of course. Um, shout out to Ellie. Thanks for joining us, man. We missed you. It's been it's been a little bit. I know you're doing your thing. Glad to have you on. Um Hollywood, and uh sure. hey, shout out to the to the rest of the group, I mean, we're up to 4,700 members. Dope. We're constantly growing. Uh, our, our Seattle live game thread, 651 comments. I will put my name to, you know, to something permanent that I guarantee we had the best live threads. We were the first ones to start doing live threads for, for Redskins slash Watson football groups. I guarantee it because I remember doing the first one back in like 20, 2014, 2015. Nobody else is doing it. Nobody else was doing it. I guarantee it. Nope. People were just posting every time they had a thought, they would post something in, 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 the, in, the, in a group. And all of a sudden you'd have like 50,000 things. You know, we brought it in under one. You know, I really appreciate that every Sunday. So 651 comments for the Seattle game. So keep that up, man. No, no individual shout outs except for, you know, except for Matt and Ellie. So, yep. Always fun. I'll, I'll close this. What you're telling, what you're telling the fan base is we're their OGs. We are the OG. That's it. <laughs> one closing shout out before I sign off then to Andre Shorter. Uh, couldn't make the pod. He's he's the uh, the oh. Facebook terrorist. He's always talking shit or posting memes and getting banned. This one was just a meme. It was a it was a, a a funny meme. I'm assuming he had dropped it on someone's comment, but it had a it was a picture of a dude with testicles as a chin. Um, <laughs> the funniest shit, oh, shit I've seen. So he dropped that on someone's comment and got them banned. So uh, shout out to Andre Shorter, man. We 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 love you. You follow us on Twitter. You're part of the Facebook. Andre. You're one of the OGs. So we love you, man. I'll, I'll, I'll testify for your Facebook parole, parole uh, hearing, Andre. I, <laughs> yeah. I, I will. Shout out to Burgundy Blog. Nobody likes you. <laughs> yes. No one likes you. Know. you. Be a blue check. Mark we're zero and two since you came back. Yeah, Burgundy go, blog, go, go back, away. Burgundy blog, it's your fault. Bastard. Wrong kid died. Hey, dear me, Burgundy <laughs> blog, we homies. Whoa, what did you say? <laughs> you gotta watch Walk Hard and do it. I'll edit that part I, I knew, out. I knew exactly. I knew exactly where he pulled that from. <laughs> Y'all be good, man. Hail to the Redskins and football team, and let's get a dub on Sunday. See you guys next. Peace. Peace.